welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 43, Creating a Music Playlist, coming to you on Tuesday, March 27th, 2018. Now, you may already have a music playlist, or maybe you've heard other people talk about theirs, or maybe you've read an article about a now-famous writer who talks about what he or she listens to when they're writing or what they listen to when they were writing a certain series. I don't know why. I will probably never forget uh, when I was listening to either a news article, you know, something obviously listening. So it was something verbal (laughs) or maybe I was reading it, uh, maybe on a website or something, but something about that Stephanie Meyer listened to Muse when she was writing the Twilight series. And I thought, well, that's a great band name for a band that you listen to when you're writing, but I didn't know their music at all. And then um, over the next year or two, it came out in various conversations. And when I was driving with my husband, that he really loves the band Muse. And I think he actually went to a Muse concert at some point. So anyway, (laughs) there are all sorts of reasons why somebody might choose a particular band or artist to listen to, um, whether or not it's uh, classical music or rock music or country music or whatever. But I can't really explain why other people listen to what they listen to. I thought maybe I'd just give you an example of what I've done, and maybe it will give you some ideas for what you might want to do. Okay, so here's hoping this is helpful to you. I have um, two series, the Strays of Loon Lake series and the Traverse City and Love series that are pretty much romantic comedy. The Strays of Loon Lake is very sweet, has no sex, no swearing in it. The Traverse City and Love series is a little bit more PG-13 as opposed to the G or PG of the other one. So um, there are, you know, a few curse words, the ones that I might use in my own conversation (laughs) and, uh, you know, situations and stuff that are, uh, just more like things that I remember, um, going through when I was younger and that sort of thing. Um, so nothing, you know, terribly crazy, risque and whatever. Of course, you know, all that is in the eye of the beholder, but there are certain, um, memories and feelings that I have associated with the area that I set my books, which is Northern Michigan. It's the area that I was raised in from age five to, I think we were, I was 25 when we left. Um, my husband and I, um, left because there was really no jobs up there. (laughs) Uh, So for a good 20 years and all of the period of my life where I'm being influenced and those influences are creating who I am, this is the place that I lived. And I have incredible fond memories of it. If there had been more jobs, we probably never would have left and we probably wouldn't have been on any of the adventures that we have been on. We'd be on different adventures doing different things in life. But there's a certain feeling in my heart for this place and for the characters that I write about because they're characters that I feel like I know. They're the people I went to school with and the people I went to college with and the people that I worked with and the people I hung out with and they're the people who helped me create who I am today. So with all that in mind, when I'm thinking about a music playlist, which I've only done the last probably less than five years, um, I'm always thinking about what is the tone that I have in my heart that I feel about this place that I want to come out in my books. So one thing that a music playlist can do is it can put you in the right tone or voice of the kind of writing that you'll be doing 
as you're listening or maybe you listen to it beforehand to get in the mood and then you start writing. I tend to not write with music on because then I just listen to the words of the music too much. Um, but I do listen to these playlists when I'm just trying to um, brainstorm, uh, get in the mood when I'm like getting ready to be writing, maybe while I'm eating lunch before I start writing or something like that. So one of the things that it helps me with is it just adds the tone or the flavor of the feel of the place that I want to write about into my brain. Now, it'll be a totally different playlist when I'm working on my uh, relatively dark supernatural series. Um, that will be all... <laughs> all totally different music than the stuff that I listen to when I'm writing sweet romantic comedy. So uh, it puts you in the mood and it adds that flavor and tone to your, uh, well, to your subconscious and your conscious, conscience, um, con <laughs> conscious, conscious brain. There we go. I don't think it'll help my conscience. <laughs> um, and just kind of helps you to be in the right, um, right mood to choose the correct kinds of words that keep you, um, having a consistent sound throughout all of your books, um, throughout all of the, your scenes in a book, um, it just kind of helps your brain to stay on the kind of the same track. So other things it can do is just get you in the right frame of mind. So I choose a lot of music that has, um, kind of stories inside of it. I love music that has stories inside of it. So, um, I do listen to, or, or have in the past, or, you know, I kind of go through phases, but I really do like listening to music with stories in it. And for me, that tends to be a lot of kind of the country rock. Um, so newer rock, a newer country as opposed to older country, um, you know, more of the Garth Brooks stuff, Phil Vassar, um, Rascal Flats, you know, stuff where somebody's telling a story as they're singing the song. That kind of stuff really helps me to get in the place where I'm like, yes, that's the same kind of a story that I'm going to tell, but in my novel form. So these are the reasons why I do listen to certain kinds of music to get in the right frame of mind, particularly if I've been doing um, nonfiction or brainstorming on some other different kind of fiction. I need to sort of they're palate cleansers. That's what they are. <laughs> They're palate cleansers. So to give you an idea, I thought I would list for you um, some of the music that I've chosen for when I am about ready to get started writing in the Loon Lake series or the Traverse City and Love series and give you some ideas to why I'm choosing some of these songs. That way you can think about what you write and if it's fiction, what genre you write. If it's nonfiction, you know, some other... Um, some other music that maybe would inspire your brain to um, write your nonfiction better or in a more um, consistent tone or whatever like that. And then you can think of what sorts of music would, would help you by me sharing what's helping me. Okay, I'm going on long, too long because I'm nervous to tell you the, all the songs that I listen to. Here we're going though, I'm telling you. Okay, so for instance... Um, again, we're thinking romantic comedy, small town living, that sort of thing. So um, I really love Phil Vassar's song, Just Another Day in Paradise. It's about a married couple who are going through all the same things that I go through. <laughs> well, okay, they're not moving to Sweden or anything like I'm doing. But, you know, the, the milk goes bad. Um, the husband actually, you know, drinks the milk out of the container, uh, puts back the bad milk in the refrigerator instead of throwing it away. I'm not saying my husband does that. I'm just saying it's like really such similar ideas and feelings. Like you're just like, 
okay, why did you do that when you know, you know, why did you put the milk back if it's bad? Like, why didn't you just throw it down the sink? <laughs> you know, it's the same kind of idea that maybe your character is having with, um, you're writing a scene from the male point of view. And he's like, if you know the car needs gas, why didn't you just put gas in it before you brought it back so that you brought back an empty gas, a car with no gas in it for me to drive? Like, that doesn't make sense. You know, that sort of thing. So I love Just Another Day in Paradise because it just reminds me of all of these sort of like normal but also weird little ticks and and habits and that sort of thing that we all have in our, uh, whether it's a dating relationship, uh, a marital relationship, or some other kind of um, friendship or relationship. So that's one. And then uh, there's an eclectic mix on here. There's two songs in particular from Kid Rock that are on my list. And one of them is called All Summer Long. And the reason I love this song is because he's actually, uh, whoever the author of the song is, I actually don't know. I didn't look it up to see whether or not Kid Rock wrote the song. But um, the words in the very first part of the song are, um, talking about summer in northern Michigan, which is where I lived and spent my life. And he was saying it's 1989 in northern Michigan. I'm like, that's where I was when I was dating my husband and going to college, and that's where I lived. And I'm, I always kind of wonder, you know, was Kid Rock, or if he didn't write the song, whoever was the author of the song, like, did they live in the same place that I lived? Did they, did we drive by each other? Did we pass each other on the street or something? Because anyway, I just love the, not just that he mentions it, but the tone of the song and the words to the song are how I remember that area and that time and growing up there and what it felt like. And then he's got another song called First Kiss, which also gives me a lot of that same feeling of, yeah, that's what it was like to grow up in this area, um, you know, at a certain point in time and at a certain age. Okay, another song that I have on my list is Darius Rucker comeback song. So Darius may be better known as Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. And I grew up on Hootie. When I say grew up, like I have no idea. Some of these artists, like I, I found them when I was 17 and they're only three years older than me or, or, you know, other people like, um, Bob Seger. <laughs> I grew, I literally grew up on Bob Seger, also a Michigan guy. And my brother and sister had, I don't know how many of his albums. So I remember hearing him since the first time I can remember hearing music. I literally grew up on him. I probably should put some of his in some of my uh, playlists, but Darius Rucker, I just love his song, Comeback Song. So um, Darius, when he, uh, went solo. I don't know if this is his first album, but I think it is. Um, actually, I have it right here next to me. It is uh, Charleston, Carolina, 1966. I'm sort of guessing maybe that's where he was born in the year he was born. I don't know, but I love that album. And I have Comeback Song on my list because, again, it kind of gives me a certain flavor that I feel is the same flavor as my books. Um, another song Okay, when I was growing up, you would never call anybody a cracker, so I don't know where Uncle Cracker comes up with the cracker part of his name. It probably doesn't mean what it sounded like it meant to me, uh, but anyway, so the artist's name is Uncle Cracker, but it's this beautiful song called Smile, and I love it, and it just makes me want to dance with my husband and and think about and talk about romantic things. It totally puts me in the mood to write romantic comedy. 
This is another weird one. There are two songs from the Hannah Montana soundtrack that are on my playlist because, I don't know, there's just something about that movie that I just think it's cute and sweet and, you know, it's kind of country and city and the, the clash between them and finding out and, and realizing, you know, kind of who you really are, choosing who you really are. And so I have The Climb and I think the other song is called Dream. Uh, and I love both of those songs. And so they definitely put me in the romantic comedy, small town life kind of mood. They're on my playlist. Colin Ray, My Kind of Girl. Great song for <laughs> the kind of area that I think about. Uh, it reminds me of the area that I am writing in and my memories of what it's like to grow up there. Um Eagles. I love the Eagles. I love all of the Eagles songs, but Peaceful, Easy Feeling, Peaceful, Easy Feeling is um, one of the songs that really does help me to just relax and remember what it was like back in the day when I actually relaxed more often. I don't know what it is about. Is it age where the older you get, the faster you go trying to keep up with everything? Is it that we keep introducing more and more technology to help more and more things be able to happen within 24 hours? And so we're going faster and faster. But um, I like listening to some of the Eagles songs because they remind me that a long time ago when I was in high school and college, I sometimes just laid down on the grass and stared at the sky and I had a very peaceful, easy feeling and felt like life was very lovely and kind. And um, yeah, just reminds me of, of that period of my life. And then Colby Calais, I do. Well, of course, why would you want to write romantic comedy and not be listening to music about a girl waiting for the guy to pop the question so she can say I do. I don't know if that's exactly what the song's about, but that's what I hear in it when I'm listening to the song. I actually have a lot of her music. Brighter Than the Sun is on my playlist. I love that song too. Um, and then Sarah Borellis. I'm not 100% sure that's how you say her name, but Love Song. I have that on my list. I love that song. Um, I love the whole idea of I'm not going to write you a love song just because you asked me to. Like, I need to still be in love with you. You still need to love me in order for me to want to write you a love song. And um, I just think that that's a, a fun kind of a, you know, we have to have some conflict in our books. And every time I listen to that song, I'm like, this is really cool because it's like somebody standing up and saying, um, just because I know how to build a house, I'm not going to build you a house unless I'm building a house for us, you know, because you want to be with me, not because of what I can give you, uh, you know, that sort of thing, which actually reminds me of that Steve Martin and Goldie Hawn movie, um, House Sitter. I love that movie. So that's another thing. You know, sometimes I'll want to listen to music. Sometimes I want to watch a movie to get me in the right kind of frame of, frame of mind. So House Sitter would be one. Family Man would be one with Nicolas Cage and uh, Taylor Leone. I love those movies. And then um, Jack Johnson, who's more of a folksy, bluesy. Um, I don't know if he's from Hawaii or I, I just kind of always um, see him in Hawaii or looking like he's in Hawaii. I don't know where I got Hawaii from, but he might be from Hawaii. And he's got a song called Better Together that I just love. Again, it just makes me want to dance with my husband and sing along and, you know, because we're better together than we are separate. So it's really the stories 
and the feel of the music that I choose that helps me to get in the mood to write these romantic comedies, and particularly the sweeter stuff, where I'm really trying to bring out the sweet emotions of what it's like to grow up in a smaller, non-urban area. Um, non-urban compared to like, you know, Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, <laughs> Phoenix, or wherever. Um, so what are you writing? What kind of feel do you need? Um, will you need to find some music that is unlike what you usually do, uh, what you usually listen to? So for instance, um, when I started a playlist, and now I'm sort of brainstorming out loud while I'm talking to you, when I started pl- playlists for this Supernatural series that I'm going to write, which is currently called Burden of Magic, but I don't know if it'll keep that title or not, um, I was just thinking that there's some Metallica music that I love because my husband is like the biggest Metallica fan ever. It's his total favorite band. And they have got some honestly awesome music. They've got an an entire album where the band is playing with a symphony in the background and it's called S&M, Symphony and Metallica. And Oh my gosh, they played on one of the award shows, um, played one of their songs with the symphony in the background live at one of the award shows, and I was blown away because it was just gorgeous music. But they've got a couple of songs, Unforgiven, Unforgiven 2. I don't totally understand, but John was telling me there's actually three different songs called Unforgiven. I'm probably like not telling you this correctly, but... um. But they all have this kind of flavor and feel that make me think, oh, yeah, this is the kind of music I would probably listen to when I'm writing the um, supernatural stuff. And then I'm thinking about like other things where I I like the music enough to want to listen to it. So, for instance, um, even if I ever write a political thriller, I can't imagine ever wanting to listen to Rage Against the Machine. Um, I understand, you know, the, the idea behind what they sing about and how they sing it, but it is not my kind of music. Um, so, but I don't know, maybe if I really needed to be in a, sorry, really angry mood, uh, in order to get a scene really right. Like if it had to be just really, um, tough and angry and, um, like uh, had nails and made you feel like somebody was scratching at you and stuff. You know, maybe that sort of music would make me feel that way, you know, as I'm writing. So, so what are you writing? What kind of music do you like? Is it the kind of music that makes you feel the same feelings that you want to be able to feel as you're writing this genre or that genre or whatever? Um, start thinking about it. Like if you're trying to think of, of what you can do to create a playlist and you're not sure where to start, it's not necessarily all about like what are your favorite songs, but it's more like what is the music that puts you in the right frame of mind that makes you feel like you're now in the mood of the kind of mood that you're trying to create. I think that it could really be, you know, a possibly helpful thing when I say possibly, because we're not all alike. (laughs) But the other thing is, is that I put it off for a really long time because I was thinking, I am not going to go through hundreds and hundreds of songs that I own, just trying to find, you know, a dozen or two dozen or whatever songs that will put me in the right mood. Like I'll put myself in the right mood. I just thought it was kind of a time waster because I knew I could easily waste you don't mind my saying it that way, a few hours <laughs> trying to create a playlist because I'd just be sitting there listening to all the music. But when I finally did it, it pretty much came about because I would listen to a song like um, 
everyday superhero. And I would think, oh, you know what? I need to put that in a playlist for when I'm writing my superhero series. Or when I would hear Kryptonite, which I think is Three Doors Down. Um, I think. <laughs> and I would hear that song and think, oh, I should put that in my superhero uh, playlist so that I have um, some songs that like make me think about superhero type stuff. And, uh, and there are other things you know, where I, it's really when I'm listening to the song and I think, oh, I should really put that in this playlist or that playlist or this or that writing series. So there's my way of looking at it. That's the, how I've done it. And I've given you some pretty concrete examples. I hope that they help. Let me know if you decide to start a series or a, a playlist for one of your series, or if you already have, if you do it differently, just leave a comment and uh, share with everybody because maybe what you're saying will help someone else even more than I did. I hope you guys are having a great day. Have a fabulous week and we'll see you again soon.